You're listening to Ensemble, a podcast that creates learning experiences for the next generation of leaders and thinkers. My name's Sean Benolio, and I'm sitting down with thought leaders and experts to talk about today's trends and ideas that are shaping the future. Mushrooms have been a topic of great interest for many years in the medical world. However, it is only recently that the mushroom subculture has started to rise to the surface, shifting our understanding of their impact and potential to improve our health and well-being. In the past, mushrooms are characterized in TV and film as the mind-altering recreational substance mainly used for their hallucinogenic effects. Today, our perspective and understanding of health and wellness have completely shifted, paving the way for new age approaches to therapy and healing. One such approach is the use of mushrooms for medicinal purposes, which have recently cleared for clinical trials, helping patients with mental health and addiction harness the power of the mind through psychedelic medicines and experimental therapy. Today, mushrooms use goes beyond clinical treatments, with functional mushrooms appearing in everything from coffee to tea. But there is one company with a different approach. Spore's holistic and natural strategy aims at bringing health and vitality back into the consumer's hands by harnessing the function of mushroom power. Today, I'm sitting down with the co-founder, Mike Zavitt, to discuss the future of well-being and the powers of functional mushrooms. Mike Zavitt, how are you? I'm doing well, Sean. Thanks for having me today. No problem. We appreciate you joining us. I want to start off with your personal journey because your journey is different than most founders. And I know you were faced with some pretty sudden and shocking news that forced you to rethink your commitment to health. Can you talk about that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so, you know, I'll start with sort of the diagnosis. Last year, I had uh, what's called a flare up. Um, it was tied to multiple sclerosis, which I didn't know at the time. Um, and you know, after going into the hospital, having vision issues, um, the first thing that I was told was that I may have a brain tumor, which as you can imagine is a very scarring and traumatic experience. Um, but fortunately after, you know, a further deep dive after, you know, um, an MRI, uh, they saw a clearer picture and the diagnosis was clear that it was MS. That was sort of a relief, but at the same time, still very traumatic. And it inspired me in many ways because at that moment, I realized how fragile our health is. And, you know, as we get older, it, it doesn't get better for the most part. So it was something I, I kind of ignored through my youth. Um, you know, I was lucky that I was blessed with good health growing up. And, uh, so, you know, you feel invincible and that's the way I felt for a long time. And then after the diagnosis came in, I started to really look at the big picture and, and take it very seriously. That's a serious impact on your life to, to really change the direction. So I want to, you know, dive deeper. What role did mushrooms play in helping you understand and take power over your diagnosis? Yeah. So mushroom played a massive role on so many levels. I mean, you know, you kind of touched on the psychedelic part, which I personally use to help with you know the feelings of anxiety and and fear of mortality, I felt that psychedelics definitely helped me with that quite a bit. But then more so on the functional side, what I found even more interesting was sort of you know aiming to actually treat some of the underlying issues as well as help with the symptoms. And so basically, when I was diagnosed, 
I was offered a number of treatment options. All of them involved pharmaceutical solutions. And while I, I don't discourage anyone to pursue that path, it was concerning to me because a lot of these drugs do come with some pretty serious side effects. And some of these side effects are in fact unknown in the long term. Uh, most of them for MS are immunosuppressants. So, you know, they do leave you sort of vulnerable to other potential ailments. That's around the time I started to kind of deep dive and look for, uh, you know, a harm reduction solution. And what I found was that mushrooms, particularly functional mushrooms, were touted as, as a very potent solution to uh, helping with nerve health and a number of my symptoms. So uh, I started to deep dive. Uh, I watched, you know, uh, Fantastic Fungi, which is a famous documentary by uh, a mycologist named Paul Stamets. Um, and I started to just kind of study and absorb all the material I can on mycology. And I started becoming fascinated with mushrooms. I discovered that actually like mushrooms have been used in obviously in, in kind of traditional medicine, but also in modern medicine, um, you know, penicillin for one was derived from fungi and it's obviously saved millions of lives. And rapamycin is another drug that was derived from fungi, which allowed for organ transplants. So I really started to see that, you know, there was a really big opportunity in this space and, you know, that our, our knowledge, although increasing, is still pretty limited in terms of, you know, the compounds mushrooms can offer and, uh, you know, the ailments they can potentially treat. So that's where my journey down the path of functional mushrooms began, started with kind of a focus on helping remyelination of nerves, which is, you know, one of the things that's interesting about, let's say, a lion's mane, and it has been studied pretty in depth, although we're still kind of on the surface. And then, um, you know, there are a number of other touted kind of claims with, with different species of functional mushrooms. Can you go a little bit deeper into the history of how mushrooms were used traditionally and for medicinal purposes? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, the history really is thousands of years old. Mushrooms have been used by all types of cultures. Um, dating back to ancient China and Rome and Egypt. And basically every major culture has used mushrooms to some effect or another. Um, in fact, the Vikings are famous for using them as a psychedelic. <laughs> so um, it doesn't come as a surprise really that, you know, today we're finding that a lot of the reasons that these, you know, products were used in the past actually had a lot of uh, truth to them. Um, and so now we're understanding the science. We're starting to, we're isolating compounds that are actually, you know, uh, are actually achieving the results that people are looking for. How has the rise of mushrooms and clearing mushrooms for medicinal purposes, like companies like MindMeds paving the way for clinical trials, how has that helped establish credibility for spore and functional intelligent mushrooms? Yeah, I, I think um, there's a few answers to that question. The first is that, you know, unfortunately with the pandemic today, there's been a huge spotlight on mental health because obviously all the unknowns and the fear and the quarantines have, you know, produced some, some negative repercussions um, in people's mental Definitely. health, uh, being a spike of anxiety and depression. And so psilocybin has shown to be very promising for that. Um, and, you know, today we see a, a number of companies tackling that issue. They have a long road ahead of them for sure. Um, and I think simultaneously that definitely shed the spotlight on functional mushrooms at the same time. 
Um, functional mushrooms really aren't new. I mean, we have companies that have been around for years and have very well capitalized on the trend. But I think that consumers are becoming more aware of these products. And in the wellness community in particular, we're seeing huge growth. As we talk about functional mushrooms, I know they come in many different forms, ranging from powders to sprays and liquids. What makes capsules such an appealing approach for Spore? That's a good question. So capsules, the reason we chose capsules was sort of a few, re well, there's a few base reasons. So the first thing is that we don't, I personally don't find mushroom mixes for coffees to be that um, palatable. <laughs> I don't find them to be that delicious. Um, you know, a lot of these mushrooms have fantastic health benefits, but they're not necessarily the culinary variety. Mm -hmm. Although some of them are like oyster mushrooms, you, you will often find in restaurants or maitakis, but then others like turkey tail, you'll never, you know, find in a restaurant because it doesn't taste great. So that was kind of my first thing. And, and for me also, I'm a bit of a coffee snob, so I don't really like the coffee mix angle, even though some companies have done really well that way. Um, so we wanted to deliver something that was super easy to take. They can work into anyone's regiment, really, into anyone's lifestyle. You know, take two a day and, and you're done with it. And, and that's been the main driving reason behind the capsules, as well as the fact that we're able to do a dual extraction uh, to get the maximum benefit out of each mushroom. And with over 2,000 species of mushrooms that are documented as of today, how do we know which are considered medicinal? I think we're finding new medicinal mushrooms literally every year. There's, there's so much to know in the world of mycology in terms of we're just scratching the surface. I mean, mushrooms are one of the oldest kingdoms, right? Older than plants and older than animals by default. Um, so there's a lot to be learned and where we're just still learning about the behavior of mushrooms, how they grow and, and, you know, what they do in the ecosystem. But the interesting thing about mushrooms and, and why, you know, it's sort of obvious that a lot of them have these potent antiviral and antimicrobial properties is that mushrooms to survive are constantly fighting off a host of pathogens. Um, you know, mushrooms start generally as mycelium, often under the soil. And, you know, like every other living organism, they're fighting for their place in this world. And in order to do that, they've adapted these incredible compounds for their own survival, but that translate into useful products for our survival. I want you to break down the mushroom for our listener, because I think there's a lot of people who think mushrooms grow in, in dirt or they grow in not so nice environments. And most of us think of fungi, you know, typical mushrooms that you would eat in a forest or enoki that you'd find on a dish. What are the components in the mushroom that provide such excellent health and wellness benefits? Well, that really ranges from mushroom to mushroom, right? Uh, it, it depends what you're looking for as well, because different mushrooms contain vastly different compounds. It's the same reason that, you know, a, a psilocybin cubensis will, you know, take you on a journey, but a maitake will never do that for you. Um, they just have different profiles. Um, so it's hard to say. Mushrooms start their life cycle as a spore and eventually become mycelium and then eventually become a fruiting body, which is what most people kind of associate with mushrooms, right? Like they think of, of the, the actual toadstool, which is the fruiting body, um, when in fact the bulk of the mushroom is actually mycelium. But uh, to that point, there are different benefits in consuming mycelium versus fruiting bodies. And some mushrooms, for example, agaricon, 
um, can only be extracted from mycelium because the fruiting body is so rare and takes so long to cultivate. And um, that's the same reason that many mushrooms can't be commercially grown. I mean, truffles are a prime example. They're, of course, very prized for their flavor, but they're very challenging to grow. Can you explain some of the high-level benefits of mushrooms? You know, we're talking about extracting different compounds, and I know there's many different species of mushrooms, but can you talk to the, you know, the few that are really high-level that some people would probably need to know about? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so there, there's many, really, like, if you're looking at a psilocybin cubensis, for example, then I think the value comes from the hallucinogenic properties, which have shown marked improvement in people's anxiety, depression, and PTSD. Um, now, a lot more research has to happen to sort of, you know, find out what exactly is going on. But we, we know that there's definitely a lot of qualitative evidence to suggest that. Then if you're looking at species like some of the functional mushrooms the spore deals with, turkey tail is a notorious antiviral and antibacterial. It's shown to be very effective against coli and a number of other pathogens. Um, and the list really does go on. Maitake mushrooms contain a compound that's shown to be super effective with patients undergoing chemo. And in fact, Sloan Kettering Hospital put out a great report on maitake extract and, and they actually do prescribe it to their patients undergoing chemo. So I think that the profile of potential compounds is, is pretty limitless. Um, and I mentioned penicillin and rapamycin earlier. I mean, they're two of the most famous, of course, but there are many others. What are some common misconceptions about functional mushrooms? Well, I think a lot of people kind of don't understand the difference between a functional mushroom and their dinner plate mushroom. And there may even be some overlap there. And then a lot of people also don't understand the difference between a psychedelic and a functional and, and kind of assume, you know, we've gotten a lot of comments uh, regarding, you know, do these, are these going to make me trip? I even had one person ask me how long does it take to take effect? Um, and you know, I find it funny. I, I don't blame them because there's definitely the spotlight on psychedelics right now. Um, so those are the major misconceptions I'm seeing. Uh, people also ask, how do you know if they're poisonous or not? I mean, we only deal in species, which are by the way, lab tested for quality that um, of course aren't harmful. What tips do you have for people who are trying to incorporate functional mushrooms into their lifestyle, but don't know where to start? I, I would say dive right in, do your research. Um, you know, quick Google search should pop up uh, quite a bit of data out there. Um, no doubt that there's a lot of fluff, but there are also a lot of great articles out there. So look for, you know, reputable scientific sources um, and do your research. And, you know, as far as our products go, all of them are, you know, more or less harmless. I mean, we haven't had any issues whatsoever to date. We always recommend that you speak to your doctor if you have any concerns. Um, personally, like when I started, uh, I went with blends because I wasn't looking for just single ingredients. I wanted to see what the full profile would do. So that's why I really like Mike's Mix. Um, maitake is a very important one for me because of the answer anti-cancer property. So I take, uh, I take protect and defend another product that Spore has, um, daily and religiously. Um, but you know, to each their own, it really depends what you're looking for. All of our SKUs have sort of a target, you know, one for energy, one for focus, one to help you get to sleep. So it really depends. I mean, I would say that a really good place to start is generally Mike's mix. I developed that for, you know, the person who wants to figure out what functional mushrooms are all about or who really wants to run the whole gamut and be exposed to 
the most possible functional mushrooms in one dose. Um, our mics mix carries 10 different species. At the beginning, you talked about how this journey and the impacts of COVID have kind of helped shape where you are and getting over that bridge to fighting depression, anxiety, and, and those other symptoms. What are some tips that you have for people stuck at home right now to improve their well-being? <laughs> Exercise and stay positive. <laughs> um, anything to get those endorphins. Uh, you know, wellness is, is definitely a great thing to take up, regardless of your situation. Um, and just stay positive because, I mean, nothing is forever. And, you know, this too shall pass one way or the other. And, you know, Mike, I think it's important to touch on the way that mushrooms have had such a rise in trajectory, right? We've seen lots of companies take mushrooms to the forefront with clinical trials and companies like Four Sigmatic bring teas to the market. Where is the next evolution of the mushroom market going? What's the, what does the growth look like? That's a very good question. I think... I mean, speaking on behalf of Spore, we're going to be introducing new SKUs targeted towards joint health, heart health, and metabolic health. So, you know, weight loss. Um, I think that the entire space is seeing tremendous growth. And I think as people become more aware of mushrooms and functional mushrooms in their many forms, there's going to be a growing interest. And I don't think that is going to go away anytime soon. I think we're going to continue to see tremendous growth in the industry um, and, you know, new innovative products will, will be out there. I mean, already we see tinctures, we see capsules, we see powder mixes, protein powders, coffees, teas, you know. So, I mean, the possibilities are endless. You know, you were diagnosed with MS and you started understanding clearly like a real deep knowledge of how mushrooms are interacting with health, well-being, mindfulness. What were some of the immediate effects that you were able to see and, and kind of downplay those symptoms that were affecting you, you were able to combat? Can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So my symptoms, the first thing that I realized was wrong was my vision started to go. Um, what was happening is my eyes weren't adjusting. Like if I turned my head, there was one eye lagging with like double vision. It was a very strange experience. And this all happened overnight. I woke up one morning like that. And that was definitely frightening. So right away, there were signs that it was a neurological issue. And then, you know, I, I experienced like uh, shakes and tremors kind of thing and, and some muscle stiffness and pain, all of which are, are keystone symptoms of MS. Um, and when presented with my options being, you know, immunosuppressants, I, I actually went to go see a functional doctor. I went overseas um, and saw a very interesting, unique doctor. He was on the forefront of functional medicine. Um, and he put me on a more natural path. He believed that, you know, suppressing the immune system is kind of a, a short-term gain, long-term pain situation. Um, and the fact is that a lot of pharmaceutical options for MS, at least, um, and, and, and other ailments like cancer are often kind of spray and pray approaches in that, you know, they, they decimate your immune system or they decimate your cells in the hopes that they kill off whatever's causing your symptoms. But that doesn't get at the root of the issue, which is why are your symptoms happening to begin with, which is what I wanted to figure out. MS is an inflammatory disease. So, um, you know, the first thing is like, how do we decrease inflammation? Can we try natural products like curcumin, 
um, and, you know, uh, touted brain health products like CoQ10. And so that's the route I chose. I, I went down the functional route, which included taking functional mushrooms. Lion's mane is famous for helping with the remyelination of nerves. Um, you know, still something that's being closely studied, but that's what interested me about it. And I'm not a doctor, so I can't prescribe or recommend anything and I wouldn't. But I will tell you from my experience that I went the functional route. It's been almost a year and I haven't had any major symptoms to speak of. So those flare-ups that you've talked about have completely disappeared, you know, after your journey with functional medicine. I had one flare-up. It, uh, I made a full recovery. You know, from time to time, I feel minor symptoms, like slight twitches, but nothing to speak of, nothing that raises any concern. And, you know, in the future, maybe that will change. But um, to date, it seems to be working And until, you know, and, and I will be, by the way, getting like a follow-up MRI and, and then I'll have a little bit more clarity to see what's really going on behind the scenes. But I mean, you know, if it, if it works, keep going. So Mike, I want you to take me through Spore's ideology to your product line. I know you guys believe in blends. Can you talk us through how your product line and formulations come together and, and what effects they have? Yeah, absolutely. So what we've done with our blends is we, we choose functional mushrooms depending on what the end user is looking to achieve and then we mix them with proven supporting natural ingredients so for example our energy blend has guarana panax ginseng and green tea extract all of which are notorious energy spikers and then um, in our focus blend which i have over here we have ashwagandha and ginkgo biloba along with two functional mushrooms being lion's mane and cordyceps um, and then some of our products aren't meant to be kind of felt they're more working in the background so mike's mix for example has 10 different types of functional mushrooms it won't give you the same kick that an energy will it's not supposed to it's meant to be like a multivitamin and the same goes for like protect and defend which has turkey tail uh, chaga reishi and maitake all sort of immune tied functional mushrooms our chill out blend which i also don't have on hand as lemon balm and verbena and chamomile which are all um, you know, notorious for providing relaxation and calm. So that's really why we targeted the blends so that, you know, the end user gets the full experience or the full effect of what they're looking to achieve. You know, you can almost build a custom plan depending on what you're looking to achieve. Exactly. Essentially taking, you know, proven ingredients that we know work and then enhancing them with our functional mushrooms. And I love that you guys aren't making any large health claims. You know, you're not promising anything that isn't already established in the medical community. That's exactly right. We definitely leverage um, the existing claims behind the ingredients. And, uh, you know, we, we are very cognizant of what we can and cannot say, and we would never want to push a product as like a snake oil. So we want to, you know, make sure that we, you know, tread within the lines very much so. And, and that's part of the reasoning behind doing our own clinicals so that, you know, we can further our claims. 
um, and base them on real evidence. I know with the the boom in the cannabis trend that took place a little while ago and continues to kind of tail off now, you know, there was, I think we saw CBD in everything. There was CBD like mouthwash and, and CBD, uh, you know, face cream. Are we going to see some of that start to take effect in the mushroom space? Will there be a mushroom face cream? Is that where some of the product lines are going? It's a difficult question to answer because I think it's a very different animal with CBD. It's one compound mm-hmm. um and so yeah cbd was just kind of added to everything to add this kind of salesy spin to it mm-hmm. and that also commoditized the product significantly but for us at spore what we're trying to do is really build a brand that you can trust in theory you can replicate a lot of these products but you know we we produce them in a very high quality facility we use and source only very high quality ingredients um, and we put a lot of thoughtfulness into our products. So that's sort of, I think, what the consumers at the end of the day will trust. It's going to be good brands um, like ours and good products. And, and that's why we spend so much time on our formulations, making sure that they're right. But yeah, I definitely think there's going to be, you know, tinctures of every type of functional mushroom. There's going to be face creams and cosmetics. Uh, the thing with, with functional mushrooms that's different from CBD is that there's so many different species and um, each really do have, you know, unique chemical profiles. So um, it's not the same animal. CBD is, you know, a one ingredient. As we get to the end of our discussion here today, I just want to get an understanding. What is the future of well-being mean to you? There's a few answers to that. I would say the biggest thing is prevention versus treatment because we now know that the best course of treatment is prevention um, because 90% or more, and I, don't quote me on the number, but most ailments are caused by a few things. One is lifestyle and two is aging essentially. So aging for now at least is inevitable, uh, but lifestyle is something that people can control. And I think that's why wellness is becoming a increasingly interesting topic and a growing trend because Uh, You know, there are so many ways out there to improve your health with natural products um, and hopefully prevent, you know, a situation where you have an ailment that you have to then rely on on pharmaceuticals or antibiotics. For our audience looking to get in touch with you to, to share their journey or ask you questions, how can they do that? Well, you can reach out to us directly at info at sporelifesciences.com and we'd be happy to answer, either myself or the team would be happy to answer any of your questions. Um, we also have a Facebook and Instagram account. Feel free to slide into our DMs. Mike, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm really excited for our audience to learn more about Spore and the power of functional mushrooms. We're going to have our 14th volume, so we are thrilled to have you part of it. And this has just been such a, an inspirational and, and valuable talk to learn about uh, the power of mushrooms and how they're going to be a mainstay in our life for uh, many years to come. So thank you very much. Thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate it. And I, I look forward to uh, you know seeing this out there and getting people on the power of functional mushrooms. And yeah, this has been great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information on this topic or more like this, head to EnsembleCo.com. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review.